It's not always fun and games for first responders. Zero five central. You show me in pursuit. But sometimes it is. Oh my God! He's not wearing pants again. Sometimes it's dangerous. Flipping around. Look out! Look out! Look out! Sometimes it's not. Antler Boulevard for a snake in a house. And sometimes it's just plain stupid. Chihuahua in his lap on a lawnmower. This is the stupid side of first response. Do I really have to go to that? This is code 0.5. Come in 0.5. I hope I did those right. Me too. It's kind of important over there, isn't it? Yeah, we got it right. Okay, cool. Since, you know, I still haven't changed that, and I'm number four, and you're number one. No, I'm not. Am I really number one? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, guys. Intentional. Jason, number four, coming at you. Code 0.5, my co-host, Rich, in Victory Brand Studios. <laughs> I guess I could change that shit instead of giving you hell about it all the time. We could. I've been, I, like I told you, the setup on this was... uh it's a pain. How long was I up underneath here? Oh, I don't know. I thought you were used to being under the desk. No. No, <laughs> no sir. Negatory. <laughs> Negative. All right. I'm going to remind everybody. We're back. Uh, we're on the YouTubes. On the team. <laughs> and um, we got a giveaway going on. Uh, we're giving away those five tumblers. And... You'll need to go back to our last episode mm-hmm. to figure out what to do to do that. Yes. So you can get in on it. You want in on it. Trust me. But anyway, is there anything else we need to mention? Any uh, any uh, other administrative items? Yeah, administrative items. So like in the first video, we didn't get a chance to show you guys this uh, this little jewel right here. I don't know if you can see him. Oh, yeah. This guy right here. That's Porch Turtle. This is Porch Turtle. This is the one they thought was a listening device or a, what they could hear their neighbors or whatever in one of the earlier episodes. He's kind of jacked up. He is, but we love him anyway. <laughs> he reminds me of me. He's broken. I mean, I mean even if he wasn't broken, it's about an ugly bitch. <laughs> well, I mean, from far away, if you can see those eyes, I mean, he does look like he's got a camera or something going on. I mean, <laughs> But, but yeah, that's the porch turtle. We've got him here. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I forgot about it in the first one, and I was about to forget about it all again. No, he's our, our good luck charm. But yeah, that was porch turtle. What else have we talked about that we were going to get on here? Um, like, what other stuff has been we've been involved with that we were going to put up here where people could see what we were talking about? I know there was the massive can of a certain brand of... Uh, yeah, piss on them. Yeah, that's not happening now. No, I'm done with them. No. No. no, since oh, victory saved us. Yes, victory. Speaking of victory, if you see these swaggy T-shirts back here, you can get them. You can check them out on their Etsy shop. They have several designs to choose from. Um, you know, the duck logo, um, the, the duck stickers. Um, actually, this is a one of one. And uh, if we can find somebody, maybe, that can fit it, this may end up in one of those tumblers that's going out. Oh yeah, that's true. A, and it's the it's the don't be a Renix to society t shirt. <laughs> um, have you ever seen that movie? Um, I believe I have. Years ago. Yeah, uh, I don't get out much. I don't watch a lot of TV, so I'm one of those guys. I collect more more, but mold spores and fungus. 
Yeah. And on that note, does anybody know what movie that comes from? Yeah. Comment below. Yeah, comment if you know where that came from. And if you do know, you will be Rich's new best friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's something we need to bring on here and show them. What? The oh, thing. yeah. The thing. I'm going to steal that from you one day. It's been sitting there. That thing is awesome. Is it still over there or is it's that your house? It's still sitting there. Still sitting there. You're going to come in one day and it's going to be gone. You're going to go, oh, that son of a... <laughs> I don't know where to find it. <laughs> be all right. I'm a lie like hell. I'll tell you. I don't know where that sucker's at. Nah. <clears throat> what it is. You have one of those Apple AirTag things in it. No. Take you right where it's at. <laughs> it's got everything else in it. <laughs> oh. But not one of those. I don't want to add any more weight to it. Oh, yeah. That thing is heavy. Yeah. It's a one-to-one -one scale. But, yeah, we should get that on here. and People would be impressed with that sucker. Oh, yeah. They'll be asking how to make one and everything. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, you know, that's the other thing we need to start writing down is all our notes that we need to put. And I'm not doing the audio crap. What is that? <laughs> that's my dumbest criminal. Oh, okay. It's like, <laughs> wait a minute. That's the, that's the title of the article. <laughs> I was going to say, I know we just started recording and stuff, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, we're going to get on YouTube and do uh, sinful activity. Oh, God. <laughs> no, that's the name of the article. Okay. For the, uh, the idiot uh, or the dumbest criminal. That's what's up. Spe <laughs> speaking of dumb people, you know your friend that you're going to talk about, actually, that you're fixing to bring up? Oh, yeah. I need to tell you, yeah, that person is mad, and I can get to, to why later, but now... They're calling and saying that there are animals locked in cars at our Dollar General's early, early in the morning. Why? To, I guess, make us get up and go out there to see what's going on. And I get there and, of course, you know, I've been sick, so I'm not in the best of moods, but I'm like, okay, where's this car at with this dog locked in it? And the manager's like, what are you talking about? I was like, I, I have a call, like, right now. Somebody's got an animal locked in a car or something. Did that person give their name? Uh, on one of them, they did. And Rennix actually went and Scooby-Dooed the phone number, back-searched it, and figured out who it was. And so, mm. yeah. So we know who it is. But, yeah, it's tied into this that you're fixing to talk about. Yeah, and I always kind of wondered just what kind of... <sighs> She's trying to do something that is requires a lot of intelligence but she does not have that mm -hmm. so i think i was you might have been no you were gonna go with me out there but you didn't something came up but anyway <clears throat> story lady story calls time. in says she needs to make a report on stolen property okay it's a stolen vehicle all right. So I go over there and I'm talking to her and she said, well, this is what happened. She goes, my car got stolen. It's like, okay, when? And I'm cause, and she's telling me the story and I'm like, like today, like this morning or something, because why did it take you so long to call in? She goes, oh no, it wasn't this morning. And she tells me a date. Well, the date is like 10 days before mm -hmm. or it's at least a week. And I'm like, okay, why did it take you so long to call it in? Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, when I saw it wasn't missing, my friend called around and then figured out it was impounded in another town. Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> I'm like, okay, so w- what are you doing? And she goes, well, I came outside and my car wasn't here, so it was gone. And then I called my friend, and then he called around. And we found out it was uh, impounded somewhere. <clears throat> so uh, instead of reporting a stolen, I didn't think it was a big deal because we knew where it was at, so I was just going to go get it. Mm-hmm. All righty. Then why are you calling me out here? And she goes, well, I want to report a stolen now. We need to go up there and fingerprint it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ma'am, I'm not going to go up there and fingerprint a vehicle that was stolen and then recovered in the same day that you never reported and, you know, going to this long spill. So <clears throat> she fills out a statement, tells me that part of the story, and then I leave. Mm-hmm. I'm driving home. And I get a phone call from one of my coworkers, and he goes, hey, that lady that you just talked to? I was like, yeah. She called the day that thing was supposedly stolen. And before I could get to her house, she called back to dispatch and said, never mind, it's not stolen. I know where it's at. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so why does she want to report it now? So that's how I do it my report. I did what she had told me, but then I put in there that she had called on another day and said that it actually wasn't stolen, that this is where it was at, and that it was impounded, and she didn't need a report. Mm -hmm. So I put all that in my report. It gets completed and done, and then a few days go by, she gets a copy of it. She comes in, picks up the report, goes home, Mm -hmm. calls me and says, hey, I never told you that it wasn't stolen. And I was like, correct, you didn't. You told the other dispatcher deputy, and the deputy that it wasn't stolen and he didn't need a report. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, I didn't do that. And I go, ma'am, I listened to the recording when you told them that. So that's why I put it in there. And she goes, well, I need you to change this report. I need you to take that out. <laughs> and I was like, well, I can, okay, I'll change the report for you. And she's like, okay, great. Yeah, just change the report. So I pull over, you know, pull up my computer, open up the report, and I supplement the narrative, and I put in there that on such and such day, she called in there and talked to me and asked that I remove to tell whoever reads this report that the vehicle, uh, remove the part where it says that it was not stolen. Mm -hmm. She wants me to take that out so that she can mislead whoever's reading this report. Mm -hmm. So... And the other thing is, too, is that I, we hadn't told her yet, but her insurance company has already called us. Mm-hmm. And the deputy that took that phone call told them, said, hey, she called to report that the day it happened, but then she called us back and said, never mind, it's not stolen. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of curious as to well, how this thing is going to play out. Oh, well, on that end, <laughs> after she realized whatever had happened with y'all, she contacted us. And she wanted to speak with whoever was working, which happened to be me because it was day shift. And she said that she needed to make a stolen vehicle report. And I was like, okay, well, you know, what's going on? Where's your address? What kind of car? Whatever. She didn't give no name. She just said she needed to make a report. And I was like, okay. Well, then she said she gave me the address of where she lived. And I was like, wait a minute. What's your name? And then she told me. And I was like, hmm. I was like, actually, that's uh, it's out in the county. So it's going to have to go through you know, county deputies. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. I live in the city. I was like, no, you don't. That's going to be the county. So actually, as a matter of fact, I said, uh, wasn't there a couple deputies that actually came out on that? And she's like, well, well, yeah, but 
I mean, it's, and then she gave your name and said that she had talked with you. And I was like, well, then that's the one you're going to have to get the report from because it's, it's technically theirs. And that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to write you a report because, but, but I mean, the whole moral of the story is she couldn't get what she wanted from y'all. So she tried to call and make the same report with us, Yeah, which is why when I told her no, and then she'd have to go through you guys, she started calling in that they were like her car. She had driven her car to our dollar general or something and that had gotten out and the dog had locked the door. Now, now the dog's locked in the car and this is like early in the morning. And so I get up to go do an easy key and I get there and there's like, I don't see anybody standing outside of a vehicle or nothing. Cause you know, people when they're, they're animals, they'd be freaking out, you know? Yeah. I'll see nobody standing out there. So I'm thinking, okay, it's kind of chilly. Maybe they're inside. So I go walking in there and I'm like, okay, so who called? And the manager's like, what are you talking about? I was like, somebody's got a dog that locked the door of their car or something. And she's like, no. I was like, I have a call right now. Like, right. And I showed her my, you know, my geo and I'm like, here's the call. And it didn't, and that's when I was like, man, that's weird, because it had no caller info. It just said, you know, gave the address of the Dollar General and the time and, like, the CAD number, and then said dog locked keys in the car or whatever it said. Not the dog locked the keys, but dog was locked in the car with the keys and whatnot. And I was like, okay, well, apparently this had happened before, too. She had done it to Renix. And so Renix went back to that and actually called dispatch because I was like, man, freaking people. And so Renix called because he's got a friend up there. And uh, he called and asked who just gave that call. So they looked and then he Scooby-Dooed the phone number and figured out that's who it was. So, yeah, that's what she's doing now. Probably need to figure out who her insurance company is and give them a call and be like, look, I don't know what's going on with this woman. Yeah. But there might be a little bit of fraud going on with this. Oh, yeah. And how many times has this happened, though, too? And she told me, she was like, there wasn't hardly any gas in it. Like, she goes, if they were to make it to Norman, it would probably just die there. Uh And I'm like, oh. So she probably drove it to Norman and ran out of gas somewhere. Oh, yeah. Then someone else impounded it, and she's trying to get her insurance company to pay the impound fee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And then she's all salty because nobody will give her what she wants. Which, interestingly enough, we had the same thing happen with another person that <clears throat> it was a event, an event that in, involved the parties, you know, and it was all on the same day at the same time. Uh, he was dispatched to one residence, but the residence, uh, the, uh, the other person involved lived like right next door. And so Renix works it and stuff and does a single report on it. And then one of the other parties comes in and asks for it. Oh. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? And then... <clears throat> You know, he wrote it like it happened, and it, it was all the same people. And then that wasn't that wasn't correct. And then we and we essentially had the same thing where, like, you need to change this. Here's what you need to put in here. I'll tell you what. Since he doesn't know and cannot comprehend or understand how to write a report, I will write the report for him, and you can pass it on to him, and he can copy and paste it in, or he can do whatever he needs to do with this. And it's like, no, we're not doing that. That's not how this works. Yeah. Because if that was the case, then... Why would people need us if you can just write your own report? I know who you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying it's common. It's a very common thing. People think. And that guy needs to stop using the word comprehend because he can't. Mm. He doesn't understand shit that goes on. But anyway, we're going to move on to our, uh, our 
traffic statute, I guess we can call it. Traffic statute. Yeah. I love traffic. Actually, no, I don't. <laughs> but I'm going to let you read it this week since I took over. Okay. So this is going to be, again, just so we can throw it out there for your first time listener, this is not to be construed as legal advice. This is just giving you guys an, a kind of a rundown of what the statute says. This is out of uh, Oklahoma, so it may be different if you're a listener in another state or something. It may be different, so you might have to do some checking up on your own. But this is going to be Oklahoma Title 47, Chapter 12, Section 417, or 12-417. says that uh, every operator and front seat passenger of a Class A commercial motor vehicle, Class B commercial motor vehicle, Class C commercial vehicle, or a passenger vehicle operated in this state shall, and when it says shall, it means there is no ifs, ands, or buts. You shall, you will, uh, wear a properly adjusted and fasted safety belt uh, seat system. Seat safety belt system. I can't talk. I have the dumb. Uh, and it's required to be installed in the motor vehicle when manufactured pursuant to 49 CFR section 571-208. You can stop there. Okay, good, because I can't read. <clears throat> okay. And, that, and then there were some lawmaker in the Tulsa area that was all saying that that law is stupid because it says that only people in the front seat have to wear a seatbelt. Okay. And it's saying that kids in the back seat don't have to wear a seatbelt. If you guys remember a couple of episodes ago when I talked about the child restraint system, it says that when they should be properly seat belted in to a booster seat, until they're eight or four foot nine or whatever. But then after that age or that height, it says that a seatbelt will be sufficient for the child restraint system. So if you're a kid in the back seat, you have to wear a seatbelt. Mm-hmm. It says that that's, it's sufficient for a seatbelt. So no, that's not this lawmaker that started that a couple of years ago. That's not true. He can't read. You have to wear a seatbelt if you're a kid in the back seat. Now, if you're an adult in the back seat, mm-hmm. you don't have to. And you're not, the driver isn't responsible for that. <clears throat> now, the kids in the back seat have to be properly restrained, and the driver of the vehicle is responsible for it. Mm-hmm. But, the, you know, you get over and over, people will say, well, if you're in the back seat, you don't have to wear a seatbelt. Even kids don't have to. That's not true. They still have to wear a seatbelt. Mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately, it's just, it's just, you know, yeah, safe. Yeah, and in the back seat, that's the ultimately that's the safest place. Oh yeah. Well, back seat and in the middle or center of the vehicle, I guess they say is the safest. Or yeah. But you know what? It's up. Whenever we do these, we ought to ask people to comment below what they think about that. Oh, comment below. Yeah. Tell us what you think. Whether they think yeah. it's. Ludicrous or whatever, like last week, the cracked windshield thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Seatbelts is touchy. I mean, you got people that's like, man, I'm grown. I'm not wearing a seatbelt. Yeah. Well, and then like last week on the windshield thing, it's like, you know, if it's cracked and it distorts your vision where you can't see very well, it's a safety issue. And also the biggest thing is that, a windshield deflects anything that's coming at you. Mm-hmm. And if its integrity has been compromised any, then something that ordinarily would have been just blocked or chipped away or whatever by the windshield, if its integrity is gone, then it's going to come into the cab. So, yeah. Yikes. And that's going <clears> to <throat> be bad. 
Yeah, so like your final destination stuff, it's not going to stop that damn telephone pole or whatever that was and went through there. No, no, it wouldn't. But, you know, like <laughs> if, you, if you're moving along, you know, when you're humming and you get, like I've seen turkeys go through windshields. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like birds. Yeah, so if your tur- uh, turkey comes up and hits a windshield, if it's degradated, oh, yeah. any, it's going to come and be sitting in your lap. Oh, yeah. It's getting yeeted for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of times you get those little chips and people, you can get them fixed now and kind of replace your whole windshield and it's fairly inexpensive. Oh, yeah. Um, You want me to talk about my sinful activity now? Yeah. (laughs) You saw that and you were like, what the holy hell? What are we doing? (laughs) Yeah. What's going on here? Okay. We're still in the, um, in your state stuff that we talked about a few episodes back. Uh, this one's a number three on the list. This happened in Owasso. Uh, in 2013, a man stole a computer from Owasso First Assembly of God Church. And then he makes an even dumber move. A few weeks later, after stealing the computer, the thief got frustrated. He couldn't access porn. Oh. <laughs> well, that's the first thing you go for. He's pissed because he couldn't access porn on that church's computer. Man. <clears throat> So he called tech support to ask for how to ask for it to be removed. The computer had software installed called Covenant Eyes, which tracks sinful activity. Ooh. The software company alerted the church, who then notified the police. He was caught with the computer in his home and confessed to taking it. <laughs> so this software was put on the computer by the church, and he contacts the sub- customer support, and they <laughs> and was one that removed because he couldn't get on porn. Jeez. <laughs> At least the software company was heads up enough to know, hey, wait a minute, this this ain't right. How in the hell's he got that computer? Oh yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. So see, porn is bad. They asked him, "Is that where you want to be when Jesus when Jesus comes back?" Huddled over a computer with a sock. Yeah. Huddled over a church's computer with a sock. He's going to hell. Yeah. Well, he's going to have one of Renix's socks. For uh, that's probably where the other one went. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh okay. Uh, is there anything we need to say before we close this sucker out? Man, I think we pretty well got it all. Yeah, since we're doing this stuff on YouTube now, I can't think of... Because there's some links and stuff that we need to put on there. Like when mm-hmm. I talk about the last episode, that brain surge stuff, I'm mm-hmm. going to have to put it in, in the comments yeah. and all that. Yeah, uh, put that down in there because you need to put the brain surge in here. And then we talked about the Etsy link for them. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, we got, uh, what is it? Our friends over at 6307. Yeah. Custom engraving that are doing the tumblers for us. Yeah. We're going to check them out. Um, I need to bring the sign that uh, CNO Plasma made us. Oh, yeah. And get it brought over here. CN- CNO, that's Charles Nora Ocean Plasma on Facebook. But anyway, we're going to get off here. Thanks for watching and listening and all that stuff. Yep. Thanks. You have been listening to Code 0.5, the lighter side of police work. If you have ideas or suggestions for our show, we'd love to hear from you. Visit our website at code05.co. That's code05.co. 
And please consider making a donation at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash code zero five. Be sure to use the digits zero five. Thanks for listening to Code Zero Point Five.